Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast this is fire and bloom house of the dragon podcast episode number 104 season one episode four it is a big one Mm. Uh, this was this was an important episode an inevitable episode i'm colton robertson i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here and it's always a pleasure to have you much to unpack this week for the fourth episode of season one of House of the Dragon. I, king of the Narrow Sea. King of the Narrow Sea. The t- well, the titles have been um, about a person every time, pretty much. The heirs of the dragon. Mm. You know, the two. The rogue prince. The second of his name, and then back to back to the King of the Narrow Sea. So we got two Damon already. All one right. Aegon, one Viserys, and Rhaenys. I Right. Would that be the heirs? The I'm heirs saying. of the dragon could also be Rhaenyra and uh, Balon. Mm-hmm. True. I guess it works kind of. Died quite quickly. In both ways. Uh-huh. But, there, uh huh. But yeah. Yeah. You, uh. I. I was watching this last night with Emily. And uh, Emily pointed out that this episode was a bit harder to watch than than weeks previous for reasons of the incestuous type. Uh, um, yes. Understandably so. Uh, I had an interesting thought while watching this, this episode as compared to Game of Thrones, the original, the original eight season run. I think that the the massive orgy sex scene done in the brothel was more artfully and tastefully done than any sex scene in the entirety of Game of Thrones besides maybe Danny and John on the ship. Mm. Uh, yeah. No, this this was if you are used to Game of Thrones, this was like, oh my god, this is like Game of Thrones stuff but like even higher somehow like it, it it was ultimate game of thrones with all the incest and all the sex and all the politics and all the everything going on but the rumors it it i don't know it did feel more like premium a little like a, like it was full on thrones and if if you're used to game of thrones and you're used to all the incest and you're you know you your mindset is set in their medieval mm-hmm. kind of mindset as well. Like this episode was awesome. Like it was I a like great I love fucking episode. episode. Yeah, uh, it was it was a great one for me. I really really loved it. But uh, are you ready for a, mm. a scene by scene? Ooh. oh yeah. All right. So since we last saw Rhaenyra, 
Viserys has sent her on her, uh, go find a husband, go wed, find a man's, uh, it's her tour. And, uh, she has a bunch of potential husbands lined up in several locations. And we, uh, we open on her in a large hall full of men who would like to be her husband. And, uh, the first is an old, old man, older than her father, even. And she points it out. She's like, you know, this is pretty nasty of you. Uh, you can go ahead and fuck right off. And I was like, okay, Rhaenyra, I see you. Be about it. Be about it. And then the second one is not is on the complete opposite side of the spectrum and is a very young lad. And Rhaenyra's like, okay, so an old fuck and then a baby. Um, what what the fuck going on here? And she's like, I, and the, the kid makes a, makes a good claim, you know? He's like, uh, at my side, you'll be safe. You'll have great days and your nights will be safe, protected by me. I was like, okay, just take the real one. And Rhaenyra was like, uh, and that little that fuck boy on the side, like, n- nagging him. I'm like, dude, you're like at least 20 years older than this kid. How about you grow the fuck up, pussy? Yeah. Like, um, oh, and dude, then. Uh, what, what, who, what, what house did that dude belong to? What was his sigil? I couldn't, like, I, I was trying to figure it out. Some, but... uh, he wasn't a Baratheon because Baratheon was sitting next to. Next to Rhaenyra, but uh, that was the one I could most yeah is, tie him to for some reason. Who's that new that guy that was sitting next to Rhaenyra? Is that like a new councilman that just is like I guess like uh, I think because he the was council has grown. The council has grown or has it is just everyone here now because like a land like the Lannister, um, mm. forget his first name, Jason. but he's sitting in yeah he's sitting in on the council. Um, and he had a ball. Like he well, had there's money, also the you know, thing like... that I think that uh, the council kind of rotates via whoever is present and available, I'm assuming. Like he has high lords who he trusts who, if you're in town, come on through. We'll, we'll discuss this shit. But uh, yeah, that's the thing, though, is that I don't think this guy, I don't think any of them are like the master of coin or like the master of law. You know, like, uh, I think that they're just kind of there. Like, a high lord can just sit in on a council meeting, sort of. If permitted, yes. Uh, that would be, that would be my, that would be my assumption. But, uh, yeah, Rhaenyra's like, alright guys, I'm gonna go ahead and get the fuck out of here. This is ridiculous. I'm done. Uh, and it, only because the, the young boy was like, you know what? You wanna keep talking shit? Let me pull this sword on you right quick. So they both unsheathe steel. We hear ting, ting, ting in the background, and then we hear, and I'm like, nah, y'all, y'all ain't about to do this to me, bruh. Y'all are not about to show me this kid dead on the ground when you cut back. And nah, that little kid fucked that man up. And I was like, fucking good. I was like, I hope Lord Blackwood comes up later in the show as like an older dude who's just like an absolute pimp. I can protect you now. Yeah. He's like, I've I've become grizzled from my time in war. You remember me last as a boy. I am now man. (laughs) I mean, I love how casual Rhaenyra was. Like, oh, yep, this is about to happen. All right, let's go. Let's get out of here. We got to get on out of here. Yeah, I thought that shit was funny. And she's like, all right, we're done. I'm done with this shit. We're going back to King's Landing. And uh, apparently, it's about two months short of uh, the time she was supposed to head back to King's Landing. And she has not chosen a suitor. So her father, it's seeming an inevitability, will be quite pissed with her. Uh, 
and amidst their their journey back to King's Landing, we hear a we hear a dragon above the boat. We hear like the the, the low rumbles that we're so familiar with that for some reason is the sound of a dragon. It doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. Um, that'd be like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we don't know what the heck a dragon sounds like whatsoever. So any sound just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like any low ominous sound is like, oh, well there must be a dragon coming. Yeah. It's like a little, like even that one makes more sense to me. But like, they also, they also like brace themselves whenever there's just like a low rumbling, like, Mm. and then they're like oh well that's gotta be a fucking dragon <laughs> uh i'm like i yeah, don't they know do, they do a little a little sh- what would you call it like a like oh they screech. do it like a little introductory screech yeah. yeah and then and then the rumble comes in yeah but uh like but yeah huh. they're, they're close to king's landing and fucking damon on caraxes comes through and accidentally I, I don't maybe accidentally not so accidentally swats at the fucking uh ship that she's on doesn't do any damage or anything but just scares the shit out of him and yeah, i was he's like he's in the tower he's he, you know just like top gun the whenever you, you come in super yeah. close to the tower to like Negative yeah I, I feel like that's that's what he's doing you know Negative he's ghost like, rider pattern is full uh but uh <laughs> yeah and Rhaenyra, who bonks her head stands up and looks mighty excited that uncle damon is back in town uh not at all mad that he clipped her boat or anything just all in all very satisfied with the fact that he's home excited even very like Uh, she's it's been four years it's been four years you know last they talked she was 15 uh now she's 19 and she's like uh I don't know, Uncle Damon. You seem to be pretty into me. Then let's see what's up now. And I, I again, I again want to preface oh. all of this with: I do not condone incest. Uh. We're talking about Game of Thrones. We're talking about House of the Dragon, and therein I will make light of it. Mm. Um, yeah. In yeah, real life, is. no. Yeah. I would. I would be much more avidly disgusted. At these, especially given that she, this dude is her uncle, and he presumably has watched her grow up. Very, 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 very icky. Very nasty. Very icky indeed. Mm. Uh, what a weird show to have to like talk about and be like, "Ooh, I really love this um, this change for this character as them loving their niece now." You know, I got I love this direction that they're going. Right, in, right, but. But but you know maybe maybe Rhaenyra and Aegon now that's a little weird for me but but Rhaenyra and Damon that's some incest I could kind of get behind <laughs> you know it's like what a show to like ha- like get you to talk like that like yeah no shit yeah so I again just wanted to preface with in real life terms I don't I don't <laughs> I don't make light of and I don't condone any of this but I'm talking House of the Dragon I'm talking Game of Thrones I'm a joke about it. I'm uh I'm gonna talk about it like it's fine, like it's just something that happens because I mean, in the Targaryen family it kind of is. However, we learn a little bit in this episode how it is still taboo. Like they do not yeah. want that. Like that's yeah, the, that's what's accepted. interesting too about the Targaryens, is that like so they've all just been like, Fuck it, man, we don't care what you think. Is that kind of how they've been? Like I thought it was just kind of 
like everyone was like, ah, fuck it, man. All right. Who cares? But not nah, apparently everyone's like, ick. I feel like within the Targaryens, it's the king who knows the secret, the dream that is like, you know what? Like we need to keep our bloodline pure. Like there's no, it's not like that's the way it's always been done. It's like we need to keep our bloodline pure so that a Targaryen can be on the throne. I, th- I think that's why, like, the Targaryens are just cool with it. And I think it's dwindling every king. You know, like, before it's I like, mean, yeah, okay, Viserys yes, we must. avidly against it. Yeah, uh, and I think I think that's just, over time, it just dwindles down, you know? Well, and it's also um, the fact that it is his brother, I think, that contributes to it. It's not like it's a cousin on the other side of the mm, family. True. Uh, no, that's literally his brother and his daughter. <laughs> There is uh, there's much to be appalled at there if you're Viserys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everyone's like, fuck yeah, baby. Damon's back. Let's go to the throne room. And, and Viserys stands up in front of his uh, his little his little throne. And uh, despite her attempt to blend into the crowd, the king quickly notices that his daughter has returned quite early. And not only that, but that she is quite dressed up. And is wearing the uh, wearing the old Valyrian steel necklace. At least we noticed that. I don't know that he gives a shit about it. But uh, he's like, "All right, now's not the time to fucking deal with that. Uh, I'll get to that later." Because Damon is walking down the aisle toward his brother, wearing a crown that seems to be made of bone. Does that look like bone to you? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It's kind of dope. That's kind of dope. <laughs> That's some yeah. lethal shit right there, bro. Um, but yeah, he's he's walking down. He's holding out the crab feeder sword, and he goes add it to the chair. And this <laughs> was a this was so fucking cold because I I I didn't like everyone and me included thinking that Damon would actually make a play at Viserys's throne. Like mm. I think he knows Viserys is king. That's my brother. I just need to protect him the best I can. Not exactly, I want to take it from him. I think Hmm. he can be adamantly disappointed with his rule and the things that he does, but I don't think that means he necessarily wants to take the throne from him. Uh, He's he's planning something. He's got something planned. Oh, yeah. For sure, and but he, I don't think it's to—I don't think it's to take the throne away from his brother. I think it's to put himself in the best possible position to be named heir. Yeah, I—I uh, I feel like right now he's just kind of waiting for Viserys to die. He's like, I—I'm not going to be the one to do it. You know, I won't kill my own brother to immediately take the throne, but maybe let me try to do it legitimately and win the. You know the power of the people mm. is, I think, what he's what he's trying to do right now. And uh, I don't know him saying like "add it to the chair," like that's my favorite line of the. It episode. got me to it got me to think about it. It might be mine. That's why I'm 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 talking about it because um, I'm like okay, it's definitely a candidate now because it got me to think of the throne in a whole new way. Like it is is every sword there? Like uh, did it start? You know, with nothing, and Aegon, you know, or who, 
whoever the first to make the chair, I guess. Like, was it every land they conquered, they would take a sword and, you know, just add pretty it to sure. the chair? I'm, you pretty know? Sure so Ag- like- I'm pretty sure it was Aegon who built the Iron Throne, because I'm pretty sure it was forged by Dragonfire. Yeah. Like, it was made by Dragonfire, undone later on by Dragonfire as well. But, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know, it's just kind of cool that, like, um, it represents, like, kind of, maybe that's why we have a, a much smaller um, Iron Throne now, is because all of those swords that were out on front were, like, it's the, it's the Targaryen dynasty mm-hmm. of all of those swords, and then once a new dynasty gets in, they're like, ah, do we really want to celebrate all of the Targaryen yeah, right, conquerage, right, right. you know, but the chair's still sick as fuck, so we're going to keep that look. Yeah, but, that shit. You know, all the that other shit's too fucking cool. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna need that there, but uh, maybe I'm yet. thinking too like far into it. But no, uh, I'm with you it. though. I think you're right. I think it is from the enemies defeated that they take these swords and they they quote add it to the chair. But uh, Viserys asks Damon about his uh, his unique crown because oh, you wear a crown, you call yourself king. And he says, eh, once we smash the triarchy, they name me King of the Narrow Sea. And then there's like a there's like a very, very high tension here in between when he takes this pause and then he goes, But I know that there is only one true king, your grace. And then he kneels. My crown and the stepstones are yours. He's and I was, being a good boy right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Being the good brother. And it, Viserys is adamantly happy with this. He is very, very pleased with this revelation it was quite unexpected and damon damon adds that corliss has sailed home to the drift mark and that they left two thousand of the crab feeders men staked to the sand to warn anyone who might try to take the area again and viserys takes damon's crown and damon shares a loaded look with hightower he looks at him he's like what's up pussy <laughs> uh, but then the king says rise and embraces Damon, and everyone applauds. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is... I wish it was all like this. You know? Hmm. I wish everything was just like, yeah, we're good. You know it's gonna be good whenever, you know, the scene is happening in the throne room. I always, like, everything just seems to be... It goes down in the throne room. And, and I don't know, I, I love... Like, I it is immediate that I am, like... All right, what's what's Damon planning? Mm. Like, what's he scheming at? Like, there's no chance he actually is a reformed man that's acting like this. Like, mm. I I cannot believe it whatsoever. Um, Let me ask you this: How you feeling about the new hair? Ooh, at first I didn't like it, and I prefer the long hair. Grew on. But as the episode hair. went on, I'm like, you know what? I think it fits him better. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I think I think it makes sense. Like. Uh, Later on, when it's like all fucking messy and shit, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That fits that that fits the image of Damon very, very well. So I, I too, like in the promo for like the next episode, next on Game of Thrones last week, I was like, Ed, no, I love the long hair. Don't do that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's grown on me as well. But uh, at Man, a party, oh, go ahead. Since it's just insane how how much Matt Smith has climbed just on like my own personal scale mm. simply because of Morbius, um, of which is on Netflix. Now, if you want to watch it, I, I know watching um, it until we come to it in the project. Yeah, I, I've, so. I've sworn it off. <laughs> That's awesome. But he has climbed 
so high. And, like, I have forgotten that he was whoever in Morbius. Um, I already forgot the name of the dude again. I feel like it's, like, Hugo or something. I don't know. But this is his role now. Like, this is this the is what I know him as. Happened. Yeah, it 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 has happened. I yeah. it probably did last episode after the the final hmm. surrender. You just need a little bit more to anchor it. But man, it was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he he's, he fits he's fucking really he's well. fucking fantastic in this role. Like it's it's astounding how fucking good he is as Damon Targaryen. But uh, next up at a party to celebrate. Uh, Damon's return, a uh, quite drunken Viserys is acting as though he and his brother haven't been estranged for, like, actual years. And then Rhaenyra, <laughs> however, fucking dead to him. He, like, she says one thing to Damon, and, he, and sh- he looks at her and goes, like, doesn't say anything, but his eyes said, fuck you. Yeah. And then he turned right back, and, like, he's really not happy with the fact that she did not take a suitor and came back two months early. Uh, he's like, you know what? You didn't do your duty. We did a whole thing last week where I told you that not even I am above tradition, and here you go, coming back above tradition, apparently. Like, you have more suitors than anybody in the realm, and none of them are good enough? Damn. Yeah, that's, that's, she came back two months early. Is that what she's doing every day? Yeah. Just guys are lining up. Every day being like, yo, here's why you should marry me. I'm assuming it's got to be close to every day. Damn. That's insane. Yeah, that, what what a natural way to find a, a you know, right, a partner right. in life. Um, she's basically just the or the the bachelorette. And every dude's just running up trying to be like, yeah, I got, I got the most ships. I got a big castle. Mm. I, I got an army. You want, you want to marry me? And. I mean, he's like, oh, how romantic. I am happy with where her um, love romantic side is going. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, it was going, a, it so. was an intriguing it was an intriguing. I mean, this episode was just full of intrigue. Like I I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, ah, man, I absolutely loved it. But uh, let's uh, let's boogie on down the road. Uh, Allison takes pity on the princess and teases her as uh, as she goes to be with Rhaenyra all alone on the side about how romantic she imagined it, imagines it is to have thousands of men line up for a chance at her hand. And uh, Rhaenyra scoffs. She's like, oh, how romantic it must be to get imprisoned in a castle and squeeze out airs. And Alicent goes blank face, very sad. <laughs> uh, and this is officially... If you thought Alicent was a villain, you were fucking wrong. You know, like, I'm so glad they did this this episode because she is very clearly unhappy. Now, don't get me wrong. I think we're definitely going to get a Cersei Lannister sort of devolvement into, you know what? I've been stepped on this whole fucking time. How about I step on you? You know, I think I think it's inevitable, but. Her story and her scenes over the course of this episode made her this week's favorite character for me. Ooh. Alicent was my Alicent was my favorite this week. I absolutely loved her in this episode just because it really anchored it really brought home just how 
devastated she's been. And I think uh, I think Emma Carey acted her ass off. Emily Carey acted her ass off for this uh, for this week. She did fucking incredible. But yeah, Rhaenyra's like, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. I. Uh... You think she realized that she was saying that at first, or do you think she caught herself like in the moment, like, oh wait, shit? Like, yeah, I think as soon as she like let out and squeeze out air, she went. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, mom, friend. Yeah. Queen. <laughs> but yeah, for the uh, first time in uh, some time, they share a sweet moment, uh, acknowledging how much they've missed each other. And I was like, oh, oh, thank God. I'm going to go ahead and savor this sweet moment while it's here. I have a feeling y'all are never going to be friends again. I feel like this is like a last nice moment you know um or amongst them anyway i don't know i think there could be some i'm I'm I'm, love life like that i feel like allison still has a role in rhaenyra's love life um there's still something going on there um the line of last week that I didn't really pick up on, but on rewatch, uh, Rhaenyra saying, or Viserys being like, I, I even want you to be happy. You know, I, I want you to be contented. I'm happy even. And then Rhaenyra goes, and you think a man would do that? Mm. I think I catch it first. Like on the, at first it's like her, you think it's her just saying like, Oh, you think marrying me off, you know, is yeah, going to yeah. just make me happy. No, I had the, I had but the very same thought. Yeah. She put an emphasis on man. Um, and and her fit like it was kind of like a, I kind of trying to like tell him I think a little bit like, um, here's my thing. I'm I'm gonna bring some real world logic into this one. Mm. Once the woman or man I have a crush on has had sexual relations with a parent of mine. <laughs> That's off the table now. Like I'm no longer, no longer interested. Uh, uh, I I did not think about it that way. You know, it's such an unlikely situation that it's it's just not in the front brain. But yeah, yeah. Once well, that, once that's happened, I'm like, ah, you know, uh, yeah, sure. I had a crush on you for years, but now yeah. you can be a good friend. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's that's true. I mean, it, it I could, mean, it could be like, oh, we could have we could have been, but you chose my dad. Yeah, or, exactly, um, exactly. Some shit, uh, like that. but no, yeah, I'm certain. Allison's gonna steer into steer into everything she's going through and kind of harness her anger and her sadness and turn it into her being a powerful queen who doesn't take shit from anybody. Uh, mm, I see. I see that. Yeah. I can, she's going down a, a path with Otto gone now that mm. like, I guess she doesn't have Otto. She's going to have to start acting on her own. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely right. She's yeah. going, she's going Cersei to the max. Yeah, I, I, I frankly, I really like it. Like I said, that she was my favorite character this week, and I have the feeling that uh, it won't be the last week that she is. Um, and yeah, I think this was my first week that Rhaenyra wasn't my wasn't my top one favorite character because 
I mean, she was awesome in this episode. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of wanted to switch things up. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what? Let's throw some love to everyone else because I think I've chosen Rhaenyra for my favorite character every single week for three weeks. Uh, Hard not to. Yeah, and uh, frankly, if I'm being like 100% real with myself, I, I almost certainly go with Rhaenyra again this week. But uh, This I was think... the first one where I am going with Damon, obviously. Oh, like, obviously. Like, not that I like him, you know, and I'm like, yes, I want him on the throne, and Damon's no, yeah. my boy. But it's like, his character is the most interesting character in the show, mm. and I really don't think it's close. Like, he has so many different little, you know, hands of different things, as well as having already, like, badass scenes. Like, right, right. That last episode, like, that is that is like a battle of the bastards, like Jon Snow standing up ready for the whole army. Like he had like a moment like that already, mm. you know, um, which is amazing. And his storylines are just to me the most interesting right now. It is it is Damon that I'm like, all right, when is he going to get back on screen? When am I going to know what he's doing next? Right, right. That was that was me during this episode. Uh, and I get that, dude. Like one hundred percent. Damon was. This was a, I, you know, they've been framing Rhaenyra as the main character, but Damon almost almost feels like he is he's obviously number two in that in that line. You know, like mm. he's uh, he's definitely a, a crux for this story to pivot upon. But uh, let's let's push forth to the beginning of the Ickies. Mm. Uh, Rhaenyra and Damon are, are talking here and she asks him uh, why he's really returned but all he'll say is that he missed the comforts of home and she notes a new maturity in him oh, you've, you've, you've matured since we last met and, he, and he's like <laughs> you've matured yourself these last four years princess uh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, as I mean far... and it's the choice of words. Matured. Could have said grown. Matured. He's already planting the seeds immediately. Mm -hmm. Like already. Like he. The comforts of home. You know, like that's like the first like. Every everything he is saying, it's like surrounding the idea, and I, I he's I don't know we like Otto, you know we're like yeah that's that's one, um, calculated you know he's very uh, little finger esque. Damon is like little finger, but he has the power to actually kill and like have an army and a dragon. You know it's like it's it's. The ultimate where Littlefinger wanted to be. Like, if Littlefinger had a... Imagine if Littlefinger had a dragon. He reminds me of Ramsay Bolton if he, if Ramsay wasn't a masochist. Like, if Ramsay wasn't horny to make people suffer. Ooh. Uh, he would be... That's a good character comparison there. Like, he's, he's really cold, calculated, uh, and, don't get me wrong... Still, still a shit human, still a bad guy. But let's face it, I don't think there's been anybody on screen who has ever or will ever be quite as masochistic 
as Ramsay Bolton. Uh, there are a few characters in the original Game of Thrones run that are more disgusting, but as villainous mm. and just pure evil, I don't know. I don't know that there is another one, which is crazy considering considering it had Joffrey and shit. I still yeah. think Ramsay was like infinitely worse than Joffrey. Like if you put him on the throne, the, the realm's fucked. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that, that's I, I don't know. I like that comparison though. I don't think Damon will reach that level of. Oh, well, he could. Um, yeah, he certainly I, could. I don't think he's been I that. Like, like I feel like his arc is in the opposite direction. Like he he will be. I don't know. I guess That's maybe so like cool about him, he's like truly gray. Like we have no clue where he'll go. Yeah, it's like I think he will play nice right now and hold up his appearance in public, you know, and play the role that he's supposed to be playing right now, just for the public's eye. Mm. Um, because even Viserys talks about it in this episode, he's like, it's all about perception. Like it doesn't matter what the truth is; it's all about perception. Right. And Damon, you know. Like, what he's doing right now yeah uh, to everybody and playing, i think he's playing um, the game man is is it that he will get crazier as time goes on or maybe when he starts living this life do you think like this is just how he rules like or like if he gets there you know like instead of going mad and crazy do you think it's more of like oh like this is actually maybe this is my ruling strategy now, you know, yeah, that's what's interesting about Damon is that I do think he's a little crazy, but he's, he's like, like I said, cold and calculated. Like he, he knows what he needs to do to get things done. He's not going to act on a, on a whim, you know, like he truly knows what he needs to do to make things happen, which makes him arguably more dangerous. Like, uh, I mean, he's not he as decided... loose, he's not as loose a cannon, but he knows what he needs to do to get things done. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that, like, he could die in two episodes. He won't. Like, I, I think they, they keep him through this whole, se- I think he survives the season, probably, but, like. And die as well. Um, but I don't know, I guess, I guess at the end of the, everyone will die, um. I mean, like, with all these people are dead, not a single one of them is alive. True. Um, now it is an inevitability Thrones, given the Game of Thrones timeline. Um, I don't think Damon makes it to his old age, though. Uh, I has the feeling he does not as well. Uh, but alas, this conversation continues between them and High Valyrian, mm-hmm. and they discuss how much uh, Damon hates his wife. And uh, he's like, come on now, you got to get married. And she's like, man, that shit's a life sentence. He's like, not really. I get to do whatever I want still. It's just a political arrangement. And uh, she's like, ah, for men, yeah, sure. For women, it's a death sentence. Mm. Uh, like I could, my mom died in childbirth and went through hell throughout her life because of this. And I don't intend to do the same thing. And... uh he responds, you know, you cannot live your life in fear or you will forsake the best parts of it. Fear or love? Don't say the answer. Actions speak louder than words. You know, what a... I cannot believe that a show has me kind of like excited 
that that I was like a little right in assuming that two uh, an uncle and niece would get together. You know, I'm like, right. I'm like, fuck yeah. While I'm watching this episode, you're like, as yeah, I called it. <laughs> yeah, as things are happening, I'm like, fuck yes. And then I'm like, I, I'll take a step back and I'm like, damn, like I made a bet on like incest basically. And now I'm hype over that. That's wow. Just, just, just the ick, just the ick everywhere. But, uh, yeah, he, yeah, you cannot live your life in fear or you will forsake the best parts of it. And, uh, yeah, he – she says she doesn't want to live in fear, only solitude. She's like, I'd like to be alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Uh, hmm. Do you think uh, she'll ever marry? Um, I think she will because of politics. But I think she will remain adamant that she does not want to. But hmm. uh, next up at the small council meeting, Otto has word that Corliss, who's still super pissed that years ago he didn't, uh, Viserys didn't take Lena as his wife, has uh, allied with the Sea Lord of Bravos in the Free Cities hmm. by promising Lena to the Sea Lord's son. And if he does that, we would have to seek our own marriage pact. He says ominously, looking with, like yeah, with a wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge at Rhaenyra yeah. right next to him. Like, <laughs> you gonna have to marry Lenore, hun? Okay. Um. But yeah, it was like that was a, that was an interesting little, and I'm excited to get Corliss back. Like, I think that next episode, I think we'll get we'll get some more Corliss Valerian. I think he's a really intriguing character that I like seeing on screen, but uh. Yeah, I liked I liked this just little bit of politics that's so small a part of this episode, but a massive pivot point for the series as a whole. You know, like mm. that's that's just it's, how Game of Thrones works, and it's fucking fantastic. Ah, uh, in Bravos, what what's um in Bravos? Valamagulis. Like, uh, okay. Valado Iris. Yeah, Bravos. The okay. city of Bravos is where. Uh, what I was thinking. The faceless just... men post up. That's where uh that's where Arya trained for years. Um they got those giant statues leading into the city that like have the swords oh, crossed up top. Yeah. yeah. Probably it's probably gonna look like pristine or more pristine than... Oh yeah, it might look like the high like uh the prequel trilogy compared to the original trilogy, everything will look all spruced up and nice and elegant and epic, but uh I hope we see it. That'd be awesome. But uh, returning to her quarters for the evening, Rhaenyra finds that someone has left her a bag of commoner's clothes and a map indicating a secret door in her bedroom wall. So she's like, cool, let's do this shit. Uh, She goes ahead. She throws on the outfit. And uh, I like that... uh, She's she's rocking, rocking like a fucking beanie. I think that's funny. Uh, oh, like to hide her hair. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. But like, I love that it's a beanie. Like, I don't know. I feel like we don't see a lot of beanies in uh, Game of Thrones time. Uh, this very like specific. Like, obviously, they have to hide their hair. I mean, you know, they can't be recognized. Right. They're like some of the most recognizable people. I get maybe because like 
does it, someone who never enters a castle ever see? I guess they see the. I don't know. Like if they ever see the actual king. And, I think the people with those hair. You're Valyrian. You are Targaryen. No matter what, you're not down here, bro. You better. Yeah. True. You're, you're someone important. Uh, so yeah, she she conceals her hair. She sneaks on out. And the secret path leads through the through the dragon's den and stuff. She sees she goes past Balerion's uh, skull, and it leads her to Damon, who is similarly similarly dressed in a in a hooded cape. And uh, he doesn't say a word, and he, he he takes her hand, and she's like, "Where are we going?" And I was like, "Oh, fucking no! Oh shit! Goddamn!" Uh, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, I like, and the whole time, like for a week straight, I've been like prepping Emily. I would like, month, like on last Monday, I went. I want you to be prepared. This Sunday, Damon and Rhaenyra will happen, and she's like, no. And then, like a few days later, I'm like, remember, this Sunday, Damon and Rhaenyra will happen. Then we're watching this episode. She's going through the secret path, and I go, hey, babe. <laughs> You know who's at the end of this path? <laughs> Damon. So you guessed it too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I, this this was a, a moment where I was like, fuck yeah, I got it right. Yes. And, and then, then you're like, fuck. Uh, like, damn, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I was like, Damon's at the end of this stroll. It's, um, it's so interesting watching, like, me having just watched Game of Thrones and being used to all of this and knowing right. that it's kind of commonplace um, and having someone that's next to me that is, like, icked. It just absolutely, like, how is this How is this television that you're watching? You know, like, yeah. you're, like, it, it, I'm enjoying it, but how do you, like, why is this the way it is? Like, she, I mean, she's liking it. Like that that's the thing though. A good it's like, show. It, it, it is entertaining, but like there's definitely parts that she just doesn't care to watch. Like one hundred percent. Yeah, and I can't fun. I can't blame anyone for that perspective. It is a it it is a difficult show to watch, especially if you are not familiar with Game of Thrones as a whole. Uh but yeah, they take a they take a stroll here through King's Landing's uh the the, the streets. These screets of King's Landing, which a uh, bunch of people fucking on the fucking on the, it's like a fucking circus down here, bro. People are walking on a fucking tightrope. What the fuck are we doing down here in the streets Is of King's this Landing? Everyday shit, yo. And let me tell you, if I'm Rhaenyra, I'm going. Why am I not fucking down here? <laughs> yeah. Is this because they said it was like during the? I don't know if they were referring to like a specific time or just like nighttime. They said like it was done after the owls something and i didn't know if there was there like this was the hour of the owl okay so yeah yeah, i I think think that's just night so this was just this is just a normal night this is how knights are in the streets of king's landing uh and rhaenyra is very clearly taken with it she's she's all smiles she's like oh shit this place is awesome and i just thought it was so particularly interesting that every time she saw someone having sex they made a point to go to her face looking at them smiling like she they were like Rhaenyra horny she wants to have sex um yeah and that's the other thing too is that because she's a maiden she's not to have had her 
her flower taken. She's supposed to be a virgin whenever she's married off to people. So there's a couple things at work here. It's kind of a like, uh, I don't want to marry anybody, but uh, that doesn't seem so bad. Um, yeah, and uh, they're 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 making the walk through, and they pause to watch a, a little play, which I love the plays put on <laughs> by peasants in uh, in Game of Thrones, and they watch uh, a fight for the Iron Throne. And the crowd is very vocally anti Rhaenyra. And I like that she's like, no, boo, slander. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only one. And she's kind of like fucking, like, she's kind of like fucking around too. She's like laughing. She's like, boo. She's like, no. Uh, she don't give she's a still, fuck. She's still kind of pissed off though, a little bit. Oh, like, yeah. You know, it, like, how like, could you not be? This is, yeah. this is annoying. But, uh, you know, another, another purposeful thing Damon took her to see. To kind of be like, hey, check this out. Nobody thinks you're fit to be the heir. If only there was some way we could strengthen the claim <laughs> that you have for the throne. Uh, and that's that's the game Damon's at the whole time, you know, like uh, the entire time. It's it's planting seeds in her mind like we should be wed. That's what should happen. Um. But alas, uh, you know this was the, this is where the voice voiceover came from last week, where it was like, "Who will be on the throne? The brother, the yeah. daughter, or the babe of two or of three years, or whatever the fuck." Yeah. Uh, me, meanwhile, I'm thinking this is like someone in the actual throne room. I thought so too. The way they it. framed it, it was so misleading. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought this was like a big event where they were deciding, like, lit- like actually making the decision. Mm-hmm. And no, it's just a just a which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like last week when they led me that way. I was kind of like, that's weird. I felt like we were kind of fine, uh, which I'm glad it remains the case that that was not a, a real event. But uh, Damon points out that people want egg on. Oops, sorry. Uh, Damon points out that people want Aegon to be the heir to the throne and she's like uh, it doesn't fucking matter what they want <laughs> their wants are of no consequence and uh, mm. he's like well they are of great quant- consequence if you expect to rule one day again just being like you need to consider what the people want a little bit more mm. <laughs> But uh, she she walks up to a vendor after talking about her inheritance and stuff. And she just, like, picks up something and is, like, ready to eat. And so this part was her forgetting that she has to pay for things, right? Yeah, I think. And then I think it was, like... And then um, they had to play it off. I think it was also because they were weren't they talking about like uh, like Rhaenyra was like I'm not f- actually free or like I want the little like a little taste of freedom mm-hmm. um, like right before and yeah like I wish like, I could be free of my inheritance is what she says yeah and then she she like starts to run I, like when I think it, it's like a mixture of oh shit I actually have to pay for this um, I, and like I just want to run away right i just want to be fuck i just want to oh, run yeah, like, just to she, run she picks some shit up and damon's like well down here you got to pay for that like that's going to cost you like four silver or whatever the fuck mm. and uh 
And she's like, oh, shit. She throws it at the guy, runs away. And he's like, hey, boy. And uh, Damon's like, I'll get him. And uh, mm. he goes he goes chasing. And Rhaenyra runs, runs, runs through the streets. And she runs into a knight who, unfortunately, does indeed recognize her. But uh, mm. when he sees Damon, he merely says, you know, all right. You got lucky this time. <laughs> Next time I'm going to take you fucking home. Uh, and she he says, take care, boy, and lets her go. And uh, they continue on. And Damon's like, oh, you have fucking fun with that, huh? She's like, well, I don't know. It was kind of fun. Uh, but then uh, he's like, all right. Now for the real shit. Come on. Let me show you some fun. Uh, takes her on down to the brothel. The good old pleasure house. Where all manner of sexual activity and lewdness is on display. And very, very plain to see. And she is all smiles walking through this building. She is very, very like, oh, whoa, fascinating, dope. Um, She's ready. Yeah, she she goes, what is this place? <laughs> she asked to Damon. And Damon... They're like really, really face to face when she's asking. She's still looking around, but he's like right there. Mm. And uh, he says, it's where people come to take what they want. And uh, he explains in a creepy whisper that uh, marriage doesn't have to keep a person from doing what they want. And he starts kissing her right there in the middle of this room full of naked folks um, and things get quite heated uh, her shirt is undone they're up against a wall but Damon seems to come to a decision rather abruptly and leaves her there alone as she continues to try to kiss him and he keeps pulling away uh, yeah so I don't know if I'm missing something, but I don't know if I fully understand this. Okay, cool. Glad we're on the same page here. This was a part that I thought we were going to have to work through. I'm of the mind this this specific part was not part of Damon's plan. It felt, yeah, it felt like a change of plan. The pulling, the pulling away. Yeah. Um, At first, I, think I... had. Every intention of doing it. And then got there and went. And I don't think it's like a, I can't do this to my brother. It's a. I can't do this to her like this now. But he was like his plan was to be very public with it and be seen like that. That was part of his plan. That was like. So, like, that already happened. <coughs> Sorry. Um, thank you. But at first, I was he was pulling away, and I was kind of, I thought I thought it was his way of being like, let me see if she really wants this too. Mm-hmm. Like, testing, like, to see if, like, you know, she wants to. Yeah, testing the waters. Um, but then, like, his face kind of got more serious and more, like, you know, yeah. It, it was something else. Um. My other idea was that he was just 
the other side of it is that this was part of his plan, and he truly is scum of the earth. Because uh, frankly, it is it is <laughs> incestuous sex is not not good. I'm frankly of the mind that for Rhaenyra's mental health, this was actually the worst way this could have gone. Yeah. To be led on by her uncle, be fully into it, and then him just leave her in the dust. Ooh. Uh, like, sure, if they do go through with it, maybe she has some regret or something. But now, it's had the same effect as if they had, but she's been left on the hook. Yeah. Which is like, it's a now, she's feel, now she's feeling bad about herself, probably. Like, why didn't... Why didn't he want to do that? Like, what did I do wrong? Um, and maybe she's not. Maybe she is like, man, fuck that guy. I didn't do shit wrong, which, frankly, she should be. She should be like, I didn't do it. Like, uh, but, you know, can't help but be like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck just happened here? Like, I was very clearly into that. You were into it for a second. You left. What the fuck happened? Uh, because, uh, whenever he was, like, monologuing about, like, um, like, you know, just... Marriage doesn't lock you down. You can fuck whoever you want. Um, I like in my mind, I'm thinking that like it, like Damon wants to to marry Rhaenyra, uh, for their claim. But like, is he trying? Is he saying like marriage doesn't lock you down? You can fuck who you want. Is he saying that because he knows Rhaenyra can't marry Damon? But, like, he just still wants to fuck her, so he's getting her just okay with the idea? I would think the opposite. I would think that he wants to marry her, tried his very, very best to provide the physical act that would lead you to think he would like to marry her, and actually couldn't go through with it. That would be the other option, that he hasn't actually been attracted to Rhaenyra, but has been trying to keep her on the hook as a possibility to strengthen his claim to the, claim to the throne. Because uh, I, I think, in my head, I feel Damon, the only person he would ever think of marrying and being okay with publicly and, and like actually just cool with is Rhaenyra I feel um, and I feel like that that's his goal of this game playing is to weaken Viserys and you know weaken Rhaenyra in the process well, I mean his goal is clear I think his goal he succeeded in what he wanted to do it's just the fact that he doesn't go through with it here that we kind of question why he doesn't go through with it here. Like, because it, it did does. have the same effect as them actually yeah. having sex. You know, yeah, like I, they did. It does not feel like it was part of his plan. It, it felt like it surprised him. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I don't want to say that, that this was a calculated part to get Rhaenyra wanting him more or... I don't you know. Think so I, I don't think it was him playing hard to get. You know, because um, he is pissed when he leaves. Like yeah, when he punches like, the wall, he's like, "Fuck!" fuck. Yeah. yeah, he's. 
man, what? What the fuck's going through his head right there? Like, I... My, my like, final... Where my money's at. And I don't want to give Damon too much credit. Because I... I my my gut is telling me he got exactly what he wanted out of this interaction. Um, I do think he went into it thinking he would have sex with Rhaenyra here, uh, but got what he needed anyway. Mm. Um, but there is also the possibility that he is truly... He does truly care for Rhaenyra. Realizes that if he does do this here, it not only fucks it fucks Viserys, but it fucks her as well. If this happens here, it's less likely that she is an apt candidate to become heir, and him, his marriage to her hardly matters at that point. It's like, well, now now people have publicly seen. Damon and Rhaenyra getting it on. He's just going to go ahead and name Egg on air and fuck them. Fuck right off. Mm. You know? Uh, so I think it is kind of like a, I would like to do this, but I'm just now realizing it is not the way that we should go about it happening. Um, yeah. So I think I, what I, ends I, I up think happening... I there too. I feel like it's, it's him giving up at the last minute. Out of like love actually like out of like even though you know what he's doing overall is you know and it's still it still would be it's a combination it's like oh yeah i care about her and there and i don't want to ruin her image but that also means that if he ruins her image he has no chance of marrying her and becoming king you know because she'll just disinherit he'll just disinherit both of them okay the little boy who saw it that went the little spy mm-hmm. you know um who Masaria like it, it talked to Masaria yeah it didn't seem that that was part of Damon's plan like it didn't like he was he was planning to be seen but not like literally like he didn't know about this little kid right mm-hmm. Like this was no. Masaria's own dude. He like was betting, he was betting on. I think he was betting on being seen, but he was not sure where it would come from. Uh, I do think that he knew it would be an, a spy of Otto's. Okay. Uh, so that he could discredit Otto in the process. Yeah. Um, I do think. Wow. I do think he thought all that, but I don't think. He knew Missaria is working with Otto somehow. Okay, so that's the thing that he didn't didn't know. Okay, yeah, because he woke up there. It, it like it was he with Missaria? Like, did he come into King's Landing with her? I don't think so. Did he, like, wake up? Like, did he know? The the, the thing I got from this is that he got, like, drugged last night. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the vibe I got. Because he woke up and was like, 
what the fuck? Where am I? What's going on? Uh, at least that's the vibe I got. He doesn't outwardly express any of that. Uh, but I have the feeling this is not where he fell asleep. You know, no. like, I don't get the vibe that he just, like, happened upon this chamber and fell asleep right here. And I don't, I also don't get the idea that he got this fucked up with Rhaenyra last night, unless he went off and got fucked up some more afterwards. Like, uh. Yeah, I don't. I was confused. I don't know. It felt it felt like he was a prisoner there, and pr- prisoner very, you know, air quotes. Like he, I don't know. Like it felt like he, Masaria was the one who was like talking down to him, being like, "Yeah, and look, look, look at you. You know, look at look at what you're doing. I'm I'm not so common. Um, like in it." it does she give money to the boy, or does the boy give money to her? The boy gives her something. Was it money, or was it... Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. I didn't pay that close attention to that part, but... Uh, yeah, yeah something something fishy is afoot with Missaria wor- seemingly working with Otto, uh, because that was one of Otto's spies, and the kid's also reporting to Missaria. So... <laughs> There's some tie between Masaria and Otto that I, I'm assuming is just sort of a we work we're working together sort of thing. Mm. Potentially to take down Damon. You think she's? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. She's pissed at Damon. Yeah, she was used and she was used by Damon a couple weeks ago. Whenever he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna be married. We're gonna have a kid," and she's like, "What the fuck? No, we're not." Uh, yeah, so I think they, I think Otto and Missaria are very, very keen on the idea of taking down Damon Targaryen. Uh, Otto, for much more obvious and plain reasons, mm. uh, he's just, uh, he feels very threatened by, yeah, it, uh, by Damon. It is not obvious what the little boy hand, hands her. It's something metal, it sounds clinky. Like, it sounds like a key or some coins. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't really tell. But Strange. I think it's just to show that there's a connection between, like, that's all the boy is serving. Like, it's, right, it's just right. to serve the purpose of there's a connection with Masaria and Otto. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. But uh, that whole sequence was paralleled with a scene back at the Red Keep where Alicent is spending her evening... Uh, bathing Viserys and his many wounds, uh, drinking, drinking by herself, and then, uh, yeah. So Viserys is like, that man's dead next week, dude. Yeah, no, and, and in the next on as well, like he's looking rough. Um, like this man's dead within the next two episodes. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. He's done. His back. That's what not good. Fuck, his dude? fingers gone. Like his pinky and ring finger are like gone. Yeah. Um, and poor Allison, man. God, Yo, this damn. is just devastating because you know she's laying there at night, crying herself to sleep, and uh, her maid walks in and is like, uh, "The king requires your presence," and uh, she's like, "It's quite late," and she's like, "Yeah." 
Yeah, it uh-huh. is. So, uh-huh. uh, if you wouldn't mind, let's get a move on. Um, and this was, this was the hardest part of the episode to watch. In a scene where we, in a, paralleled with the scene where there is an incestuous relationship taking place, yeah. this was the harder scene to watch. Um, her unmoving, dead-eyed, blank face being defiled by an old, lesioned, self-thrusting uh, old man. Oh, man. Dude, like, it's... There's so many things going on. It's like she's realizing that she's trapped up in the castle and only being there to provide more heirs as well. As like looks Damon, down at her and she's like <laughs> Yeah. She like makes a smile. It's like, oh my and then, god. And then just oh like back back to the, the blank. Like and Damon is like, you know, sex is it's it's for the pleasure of both people, you know. And it, it like mm-hmm. like they're like um it's supposed to be you know, for the man and the woman. And then you just see just, you know, just absolute no pleasure whatsoever. And like zero enjoyment out of what's happening here. And this was just the, the nail in the coffin for me for being like, yeah, anyone who's been villainizing her can fuck right off, man. She didn't deserve any of the shit happening to her. No. Yeah. No. A little weird of her mention, like talking about like Aegon's birth and the cart to Rhaenyra. That's like kind of the only weirdish part about her, I'd say. Yeah. But I think it was just like she didn't know what she was saying either. It was just like, yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, like my birth was cool. Like I don't know, it was it was cool. Like she's just she's not really thinking of you know about what she's saying. Kind of like when Rhaenyra tells her like I don't want to be trapped up in a castle and just you know, producing, oh, shit, you know, yeah, like, exactly. I, think it was, I think it was the uh, same thing. Yeah. So I, I don't, like, she's done nothing to be a villain, like, whatsoever so far. Yeah, I think she's just been a misunderstood victim of grooming, essentially, you know? Uh, like, I think she was groomed by her father. I think Viserys also did a very similar thing. Yeah. Um I think basically in any situation where you think you can blame Allison for something, you can turn that and blame it on Otto or Viserys. I think it's kind of been the case so far. Um, mm. But yeah. alas, after being uh, teased to no end, Rhaenyra makes it on back to the Red Keep, goes straight to her room. Sir Kristen sees her and is like, what the fuck? Didn't How I say goodnight to you a while ago? I've been sitting at this door the whole time. How the yeah, fuck goes, did you get out? He's like, he's baffled. She walks right in through that door and he's like, uh, uh, and she, Jesus. she Jesus. answers and he, she like grabs his helmet and plays keep away with it. And I went, oh no. I went, fuck yes. I did too. My man. boy. I went, I went, yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, here's my thing is I looked at Emily and I went, <laughs> Rhaenyra says she's going to get fucked tonight. That's what, that's what she said. Yeah. She said <laughs> she I'm not said, going I'm, down empty. I'm having yeah. sex this evening. Yeah. Now that that happened, nah, fuck it. I'm going home. Kristen's there for me. I got this shit. Um, 
Yeah, she uh, she plays keep away with it. She offers it to him. She takes it away. She offers it to him. She takes it away. And I was like, oh, man, this is just like the the most basest form of uh, a flirting there is. It's a universal flirt. I know. I loved every second of this. Like, I'm like, okay, not just for the sex and for, you know, ah, ha, ha, it's too hot people having sex. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, no, like, legitimately, I think, like, for a Game of Thrones show, like this, this was as cute as it's gonna get. Like this was sweet. This, this like. was so cute, and and like, um, it's I, I'm rooting for Kristen Cole. That's my dude. I've been riding for this guy. I I don't I, I the sky's the limit for Kristen Cole for me. He's yeah, he's the I John think Snow. He's, uh, um, he's a good dude. I think he's just gonna be like I think this very scene is going to cause. A fuckload of problems. Hand to the queen. Oh, Sir Kristen Cole is that? Is that a possibility? If he's King's guard, Queen's guard, like um, say like question. Hmm, I could see him as as a hand. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's like way down the line. Or I guess maybe next episode we get old Rhaenyra. Like that is the thing. Like right, right. When does the switch happen? I think it's between five and six. Okay. So we get one more, one more episode of young, Rhaenyra and young Allison. Yeah. Dang, man. That's crazy. Yep. We're almost there. We're almost there. But, uh, yeah. So she, she offers her the, offers him the helmet right in front of her face. She takes it away and gives him a kiss. And I was like, oh. (laughs) And he's not, uh, he's not like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, he's like, uh, like, I can't be doing this, but, like... He's like, ah, man, this ain't something I'm supposed to do. She, like, she knows how to take off some armor, too, man. She was just like, boop, boop, boop. And I love how, like, how long and drawn out they made this process of them getting undressed because I've always been like, <laughs> how heat of the moment can it possibly be for it's you to gotta, take yeah, off all that shit? It's got to take a while. Because even her, even her, when they were, like, lacing down the boots... Yeah, <laughs> fucking then, forever. Man, it takes some time to get undressed. That's yeah. A, that's I was a like, you know what? I thought that shit was so cute too when they were sitting right next to each other, unlacing the boots and stuff. I was like, oh. yeah, you, but, uh, you know, the pre-sex, like the the taking off the clothes, yeah. you know, like they're like, all right, and then you're taking off. I don't know. It it's, just happens to be a much longer process. Yeah, for them, which yeah, is hilarious. They, they got a, a whole. Thing tied down their entire leg. So the anticipation is just building and building and building, you know. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he he lets her take off his armor, and then she gets to his white cloak, uh, the symbol of his vows as a king's guardsman to not marry. Uh, he pauses a long moment, staring at it, and then he goes, "I'm gonna go ahead and set this shit down. <laughs> I've got a Targaryen right here. Let's go ahead and see what this is about." <laughs> Um, eventually they're, uh, they're, they're both, they're both in the nude and pretty soon Princess Rhaenyra is no longer Virginia. Nope. And I, I was, this made me very happy. This, this is, this was the turn of events we needed to happen. However, for the, for the episode, it was the turn of events we needed to happen. Uh, I am concerned with the potentiality. I think your prediction last week comes 
to bear much more fruit, as I think one day she will give birth to some children and they will pop out with some brown heads of hair. Yes, yes, dude. That that la- the end scene, the the plan B, you know, the medieval plan B. Like it, she is pregnant. She got pregnant. And the rumors are gonna believe that it's Damon because the, it'll line up. Like, oh, she was seen in a in a horror, you know, w- with Damon, and 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 now she's pregnant. Well, would you look at that? Who's it gonna be? Everyone's gonna be like, it's Damon's baby. Ah, <laughs> medieval Plan B. That makes so much more sense. I didn't uh, even know what the fuck that was. The concoction, yeah, like it'll get yeah. rid of any unwanted consequences of what you have done from the king like it was yeah and be i had to be very careful in making this like because Mm. i could i could kill you with it you know if i make it wrong sort of thing so i i took it as as just a plan b but she's not gonna take it like oh you don't think she takes it no no not it because i knew it was gonna cut to black without showing her decision i i mm. like i in in the moment i'm like oh it's gonna cut it's gonna cut off right oh and then i literally like and then it cut off like as yeah. i was literally saying yeah. it out loud um no no she that is Kristen cole's baby in there the world's gonna think it's a pure targaryen bam fuck him um Brown heads of hair. Kristen Cole is disinherited. She's disinherited. Disinherited, and uh, that's that. <clears throat> Wouldn't it be amazing if somehow this baby is like, um, who's the Stark fuck that mar- that uh, gave birth to John? Lit- uh, Liana. Liana. I knew it started with an L. Um, if this like is somehow Liana's lineage and she is a Targaryen as well a little bit like two like Rhaegar is you know he's just he's from the Targaryen line cool like we know he's a Targaryen whatever but like imagine what if what if what if one of the babies she has with Kristen Cole marries a Stark and then She's a she is blood Stark. She's not a yeah. A, she was she, yeah, she's, sister. Yeah, so blood Stark, but the other half of her. I don't know how that would work. Actually, it would be like it would be like a very distant like quarter eighth. I guess because then that would thing. mean that Ned is somehow target has some Targaryen in him as well. Yes. Um. So I guess uh, okay, probably not. Um. <laughs> And yeah, that that would literally mean every Stark that we have seen has a little bit of Targaryen in them. Um, so, but it would be a very small amount, I guess. True. Um, true. But no, I'm so ready for that baby to pop out with dark hair. It's, it's, it's bad. It, it is just going to happen. Um, yeah, it definitely is. But uh, yeah, unfortunately for Rhaenyra here, the little boy who saw her at the brothel finds his way to Otto Hightower and. Let's him know what he has seen. And uh, would you look at that? He works for Masaria. And uh, early the next morning, Otto goes to Viserys' chambers to let him know that Rhaenyra, he's like, I have some discomforting news, my liege. Um, he's like, go on with it. Uh, it is never easy to tell a man the exploits of his daughter, and I legitimately audibly went, oh, is it? 
Otto. <laughs> oh, is it Mr. Go see to the king's bed? Oof. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you concerned about what happens with your daughter. Okay. I did love um, that. It, it kind of focused on his face before he went to Viserys' room and he was like, fuck, like, fuck, fuck. How do I say this? Fuck. <laughs> but, but yeah, nah. Nah, he, he deserved what's coming here. This, well, this and that's was, what's cool too is that like he was, he knew, I think he knew this news doomed him too. He was like, fuck, I can't not tell Viserys, but oh. then Viserys is going to know that I'm spying on Rhaenyra. Oh, that okay. I didn't take it as that. that. That's definitely what that was. It wasn't him just being like, "Fuck, how do I say this to him?" Because he doesn't. That he doesn't care about that. He just. I think that's he why he's stumbling is because he knows that Doom's hit. Like, he can't get out of this one. Exactly, and he also thought like maybe he knew the best course of action was telling the truth. Because like, what's he just going to not tell him that this might have happened? Like, he thought maybe if I tell him the truth. I bring him this information. Maybe it'll save me. Like, at least I was honest with him. It doesn't. But, uh, yeah, uh, he, he... Well, I guess I was also thinking, like, is it possible that he saves the idea and tries to use it as leverage one day? Um, uh, but I think the public... do you, Like, the little boy saw them, but do you think anyone else was really focusing on it? Like, people were looking, I guess. And they were, like, when their hair was out. When her hair came down, it was like, oh, there's a Targaryen here. Oh, she's yelling for Damon. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, So uh, the people know. It's not a secret. It was going to be a rumor that was spreading like wildfire, no matter what. Um, But, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, so it appears... Rhaenyra and Damon were spotted at a pleasure house, and Viserys is like, and? And he's like, do I really have to say it, sir? He's like, you throw vile accusations at my daughter. I need you to say it fucking plainly, dude. Tell me what, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. And, uh, uh, they were engaged in behaviors unbecoming of a maiden. Of a princess. Viserys is like, fucking spit it out! And he he goes, they were coupling. Uh, And uh, like, oh, you fucking liar. Look at you, coming up here trying to destroy Rhaenyra's reputation. You want your blood on the throne so fucking bad. Don't you? And and Otto's like, oh, I don't. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't. I didn't mean it. I, I just saw it and I wanted to tell you. I needed. <laughs> and uh, he's like, get the fuck out of here. And uh, Allison peeping by is just like, she overhears all of it. Uh, a lot of a lot of places to spy on very important rooms um, around the Red Keep. Well, you know what? He shouldn't have called for a booty call last night. <laughs> There. She slept over. She heard it. That's on him. Uh, yeah, so she's like, <clears throat> oh. oh. Oh, yeah, she was literally just in bed. Like, yeah. in the same room. Oh, yeah, she wasn't yeah. even spying. She was just in. She, yeah. Well, oh. she was hidden behind something. Oh, re- oh. Yeah, she was hidden behind, like, the the fucking, I can never remember what they're called, but, like, they're what they use to get dressed in privacy. The little, ah. like, 
little folding wardrobe thing. mirror. Yeah, slash yeah, yeah, yeah. Just divider. She was behind that, looking through a little crack, and. uh did Viserys and just think like, that she was asleep still, you think? Yeah, Viserys, like, like turns... I think he just kind of got so carried away that he completely forgot she was there. Mm. And then uh, he turns around, finds her there, and he's like, fuck. Uh, and, of course, she's she's going to go talk to Rhaenyra. And she's like, uh, so, tis it true? And Rhaenyra's like, I can't very well... Uh, tell you what's true if I don't know what you're making the accusation for, and I like that it perfectly... A very Damon line right there. Yes, very perfectly mirrored that which Damon said. Uh, and she's like, no, nah, I think you know what I'm talking about. You were you were spotted last night with Damon at a uh, at a pleasure house. It is said, y'all were fucking. Um, and Rhaenyra's like, nah. Nope. Untrue. I would never do such a thing. Ever. And, uh, you know, she said, I am the princess. To question my virtue is an act of treason. Who brought you this information? Uh, and Allison says, you know, I'm only trying to help. And Rhaenyra calms a little bit and gives a highly sanitized recounting of the evening. I was mm -hmm. only a spectator. I didn't do anything. Uh, I, I was, I, I, he took me to a show, you know, he let me, he let me watch. Uh, and, uh. He said, she says, and when Damon got too drunk, he abandoned me for some whore. Alicent seems relieved. She says, so you didn't... Mm. <laughs> so you, you didn't really do the... Did you fuck? Uh, but uh, Al uh, and Rhaenyra goes, must I truly refute that? Yeah. She, but she says he didn't even touch me. Yeah. So here's me. I, I, I'm watching this going. Hey, she hasn't like. I mean, she's she's omitted the truth, but she hasn't like explicitly lied. I'm like watching it, and uh, I was like, okay. I was like, all right, yeah. good. She's not completely lie, lying, and then she was like, Damon never touched me on I my swear mother's this to you memory. upon the memory of my mother, and I was like, I literally out loud like I love. Narr like giving commentary as I'm watching the Emily in moments mm. of silence, and I went, "Now you've lied." Um, yeah, and uh, that it was it was hard to hear. It it was kind of like ah, like I I kind of wanted her to be like, um, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't know what I would have wanted. Like, because obviously she she, she wants to hide it, but like she could have, she could have even been like like he kissed me, but then. Um, I, I pushed him away and, and he left mad, you know, or like, I, like admitted to it in a little bit or whatever to be like, yeah, this is why you heard the rumor, but it's, it's not what you think. Like, I thought that that's how it was going to go instead of her just being like flat out denying it well, completely. But I guess she can't really admit to it though. I think um, that's the thing is that she was there for it. Like, I think it's kind of like a, she's just swearing it off altogether because she was in her mind, every bit as guilty a party. Like she was like, so the safest way to go about it is to protect Damon too. In her mind, Damon never touched me. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, it was the swear this, like I, 
I was like, ah, man, that's the one that you just took one little step too Dude, far for me. Uh, there's only one way for these rumors to become true. And that's if there's a baby inside of Rhaenyra cooking up. Mm. This rumor spreads. And then it's like, oh, Rhaenyra is now pregnant. And the, pe- the people know that. Mm. They're immediately... It, without question, like the baby is Damon's. Like, yeah, it, it's and they're 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 talking about the truth doesn't matter. It's all about perception. Like a hut. Like I don't know. She's pregnant. She did not. She did not drink the medieval Plan B. That's that's my my prediction for for this so far. I'm with that. I'm with that. But uh. This scene tops off with Allison being like, okay, good. I, I'm sorry I ever doubted you. I don't even want to think about what have, what would have happened for your for your tour of potentially taking a husband if you might have been sullied. And Rhaenyra's like, <laughs> sorry. Um, she's like, oh, I've been sullied. Go see to Kristen Cole. I mean, she didn't say shit, but like, you know, in her head, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> the flower has been taken. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, else, elsewhere, the King's Guard grabs Damon uh, and hauls him before the Iron Throne. And Viserys is like, uh, kicking the shit out of him, just curb stomps him, is like, you've defiled Rhaenyra. And Damon's like, Uh, and she, he's like, "You don't even fucking deny it." What? And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh. he's like, "He's like, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Wet her to me." Uh, he's like, "He's like, we got our families done it for centuries." Uh, he's like, "We need to return the house of the dragon to its proper glory." And uh, he's like, "Viserys is like, fuck, no, dude. Are you kidding me?" God damn, dude. Fuck you. Uh, and uh, he banishes him to the Vale for good. He's like, I never want to see you here again. You get the fuck out of here. Isn't uh, that what he said last time, though, too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he went straight down to the Stepstones and... So, like, is this a... How, how, how much of a threat is this, really? Um, I mean, Not this one's... This one's pretty big. I mean, well, last time it was pretty big. It was making fun of his dead son. Like, yeah, like it's 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 not like last time was less grand or no. Nah, I, I don't think this we can really put too much into that threat. It's just kind of Dave is still going to yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants. For sure. For sure. Uh but yeah, later on, Allison and Viserys discuss the matter. Uh, and he's like, he didn't deny it. Boo. What the fuck am I going to do? And I think this is my favorite shot of the episode. Or one of my favorite shots of the episode. I can't remember if it's here or if it's far earlier in the episode. But Allison's standing at her chamber window with the baby. And the baby's like crying like crazy. And she's mm. looking out. Over the uh, over King's yeah. Landing, it's fucking beautiful out there. That's probably my favorite shot of the episode. Yeah. 
It was uh, earlier. Whenever like I thought it was earlier too. Yeah, there was a, a a very weird like the housekeeper. I don't know what's it. The maids and the the caretaker people. They all started in like formation and walked out all at like the same time, and then mm-hmm. like went to go tend to Allison and the baby. But like, why did they like? Is it just like because they have to be official and royal, it's all royal? Like it felt weird. Like and it focused yeah, on it, and it was like an aerial shot of them, like all form, like in formation and walking out all at the same time, and then and then it shows like Allison in the window and like with yeah. the baby and like it's normal and like I don't know. It felt like very cult like for some like it felt like they were doing something shady for some I reason. See. I see. Yeah, no, um, I didn't catch that. But uh, yeah, regardless, that was my favorite shot. I don't remember when it came, but uh, it it was really, really, really pretty. Uh, but yeah, Allison's like Damon lied. He's known to lie. He doesn't tell the truth. Just trust me on this one, Rhaenyra. She she swore to me that she remains a maiden, and I believe her. And and Viserys is like, all right, all right. Let me summon Rhaenyra. So he, he, he summons Rhaenyra to announce that she will marry Sir Laenor Valerian, which will unite the dragons and the naval fleet. Uh, she points out that Otto is a liability who only wants Aegon to be king, and he's a real threat to the realm. She's like, and I'll marry Laenor. I'll do that shit. It is my duty, but you got to do your duty as king. Mm-hmm. And so Viserys calls Otto to the small council room, calling Hightower out for orchestrating Alicent as a distraction in the dark after uh, after Emma's death. And uh, he also is like, you've been good, you know. You served Jahiris as Hand of the King in his last days. But man... Your interests no longer align with those of the realm. Your judgment has been compromised. He removes Otto's hand of the king pin and tells him he can no longer trust his judgment. He turns his back on the lad. And I gotta say, this was the single most unanticipated event of the week for me. Mm. Was Otto being disinherited his hand of the king yeah i uh, thought he was gonna last way longer like mm-hmm. it, as hand like i thought he was gonna like be way more behind the scenes and Prominent, not, yeah yeah i didn't think viserys would catch on this quick um, for sure but i guess you know now now it gives him more of like a little finger-esque storyline where he's not in a in a seat of massive power already where he's gonna have to start you know, maybe with his whorehouses, like maybe that's where Masaria like is in the story still. Um, like right, does right. exactly what like Littlefinger did. Um, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was I don't know. He it was a very I don't know. Viserys killed like that monologue there. It went out in that like I don't know. Still five good, days. Right? You know, like five days is all it took. Or like you know, like he was very like it was obvious that he was getting fired, you know. Like and Otto yeah. kind of knew it, and he's like, 
oh no you're like you, you honor me you know your grace and, and like he's saying all these pleasantries even though he's like damn i, I know i'm done you know i'm done here um he's just viserys, letting... had that, viserys had an energy in this scene that reminded me of odin in thor the dark world when he goes uh your birthright was to die to loki i don't know it just just gave me that vibe i always remember that line uh whenever he's like you know what no your judgment's been compromised fuck boy i can't trust you anymore get the mm. fuck out give me that uh, pen yeah How leads do you me to another question who's the new hand You can wanna it know be Rhaenyra? Like, like, can you make it the air? Can the air, like? Almost certainly, I think. But uh, my money is he's going back to Corliss mm. and going, "Hey, man, let's make this. Let's make amends. I want to marry Ooh. my daughter to your son, and I want to make you hand of the king." Ooh, okay. I was maybe thinking um, Renice. Um, oh, that'd be even cooler. On the other hand, like, like, I think, would that piss Corliss off even more? Well, if he says, you, you know, Rhaenyra is going to get married to your son, your wife is Hand of the King. You are still it, the most second most powerful man in the realm at that point. Does that... Does it make more sense for it to be Corliss or, or Well, Randy's? he's already the master of ships. Yeah. So, like, I think it would make sense for Rhaenys to come back into the story with a position of power. Yeah. Like, uh, become Hand of the King. He's already said that she's his favorite cousin. Uh, he can trust her very faithfully as Who, far as he knows. Whoever the new Hand of the King is, five days until Viserys dies. Oh. The new hand of the king, he's dead immediately. Like so, I don't know. Maybe that's like a little, little. Maybe whoever he picks as hand of the king isn't um, who Rhaenyra or whoever is going to take the throne mm. would want. And maybe it'll it'll be kind of like ah, maybe I should keep you because you know my my dying. It was my dying father. You know my my dad's dead now. Fuck, I'm sad. And like he named you his hand, so I, I'll I'll work, you know, I'll trust that, right, um, or whatever. But I guess if if she's marrying, what's the son's name? Lenor. Oh, Lenor. If she's marrying Lenor, I guess like Corliss wouldn't be a bad bad hand. I guess I don't. know, I'm speaking as if Corliss is is like for sure going to be picked as as the hand for like next episode, and that Viserys is for sure going to die. Within five days, but um, not he this, doesn't have much left, man. He's yeah, almost he's, done. He, yeah, he's he's getting. Close. I think I think five. I think to, I think next week really will be our last week with Viserys. I think the time jump where we get the older versions of the characters, Viserys is dead. That's the end of young, um, mm -hmm. young Rhaenyra is the death of Viserys. I'd yeah. say, and then like you jump, and it's like her mourning it you know her way of mourning it was her doing whatever she did during this 10 year jump like do do we know how 
big the jump I don't is. Think it'll be a, I don't think it'll be a huge jump. My money is on like – I mean it will be a pretty big jump, but not 10 years. I think it'll be – because she's 19 now. Next episode we can probably expect her to probably be about 20. I think old Venera is 25. Hmm. I think we take a five-year jump. Um, okay. It's a long time, though. That's it is a long, long time, but not not time. 10 years. A lot could time. happen. A lot yeah. could happen. Um, I mean, everything we've seen play out over the course of the show has been four years. True. Like, Damn. it's been a while. But uh, let's get on to this last little scene where Rhaenyra is reading in her room at night when a maester shows up with some tea ordered by the king that will rid you of any unwanted consequences. Looks like dad's not exactly buying what she's selling. Uh, goes, I has the feeling that you have been sullied. Go ahead and drink this if you wish not to be pregnant. Mm. Uh, you are my political headache. Uh, and I think it's only about to become a larger political headache. After, you think, after you think she drinks it? No, no, I don't. Um, do you think she's pregnant? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, so that's another thing. I don't think we take another year-long jump this next episode. I think it's very quick. I think it's within the next few weeks uh, that her and Lenore get wed. Um, okay, I mean, yeah, it's, and the next the, on, it's like their wedding, and it's yeah. looking sick. Like, yeah, ships. Next episode looks... That, oh, dude, fuck. Next episode looks like it's going to be the greatest episode of Game of Thrones yeah. ever. This, like, is just, this is the halfway point. Yeah, <laughs> the like, halfway point. So fucking crazy. Nah, but... uh. My money is that next episode ends with her giving birth to a brown-haired baby. Ooh, it's that quick, you think? Yes. Oh, dude, if it if it I happens think, next episode, I think I'm gonna we cover die. a lot of time next week. And then uh, when we when the five-year jump happens, her children are a little bit older. Wow, dude, if it, if if I get if I get that satisfaction of the baby having brown hair. No, I kind of want it to fester a little bit. I want the rumors, you know, of of it being Damon's baby to kind of fester a little bit and then like it be a reveal. Yeah, no, it would be a nice end of the episode. It'd be like the baby's crying but it's like like the maester's like it's a that... son. My, you know, like because yeah, he's yeah. expecting it to be, you know, like light hair and he'll see the brown hair and he'll be like it's a son. Congratulations. Like, he'll be confused, but like, yeah. or whatever. My money is that the wedding will be done within 20 minutes of the hour long episode. Like, the sure. episode kicks off with their wedding. Yeah. Um, and by the end of it, she is deeply pregnant. Dude, next episode looks fucking insane. Yeah, what's what's the like? Why would they be fight? Like, what would cause someone to fight the now married? Like, 
Lee L starts lay the Lenor. Lenor, fuck. Like, what would cause someone to fight like him? Well, if they get married immediately, maybe it makes sense that like people could think that the baby is his. Yeah. Oh fuck. It's it's there's three different ways the baby could pop out. Targaryen hair, brown Light hair, skin. or 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 dark skin. Fuck. And that's going to be the the big fuck. Dude, they're not going to like let us know if she drank mm-hmm. that plan B. And it it could no, be not. it could be anyone's baby. I fuck. Damon and her are gonna fuck. All three of them are gonna fuck. It's gonna be anyone's baby. Like, to, to uh, the audience. Like, I think yeah. they're all gonna fuck. And it's gonna be a possibility for all of them. Okay. Oh, shit. They don't do that, right? Maybe they don't. Like, do they really... Ah. Well, and here's another thing. Here's another thing. I haven't even been considering this. Rhaenyra definitely takes that plan B. You think? She's been so adamant about not wanting to have children. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck, no. She doesn't. She's not going to have those babies right now. Uh, uh, Viserys is kind of right in saying that, like, she'll take the path of resistance. Um, like she'll do, she'll have a baby out of spite. You know, it'll be like because it was her decision to to fuck if whoever's baby it is. You know, like. She'll be like, I, I, I fucked, you know, that's my decision. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm fucking, I'm having this baby now. Like, you know. I can see that too. I can see that too. And you know what? Maybe that I, that's a good one. I think that's fair. Like that would be the only way she has this baby is because the tea was ordered by the king because it seems he wanted her to abort it or, or to plan B it. If it be the case, uh, she'll be like. Maybe, maybe she's not pregnant now, but this, the notion of the king sending her this makes her like, oh, now I'm getting pregnant. Like now, (laughs) now you won't stop me. Like now I will make it my goal to get pregnant. Um, I could see that. I could see that. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, man, are you fucking ready to give this episode a rating? Holy fuck. Wow, episode four. We're halfway through next week. Jesus. Yeah, man, it's been a fun fucking ride. But let's get into this. We got three ratings. We got out of out of ten, as far as enjoyment is concerned, that's just how much the episode resonated with us. Completely subjective. However we're feeling is how we're going to go about it. Uh, we got genre, just how well it fulfilled this medieval fantasy uh politicking genre and then we've got critical rating out of 10 which is just overall visuals acting writing uh score which fucked this week uh so everything that's world-esque go- like a little bit Wadi, man. oh He's really got the- yeah same guy same oh. guy does it okay yeah cool yeah no yeah very very if you if you hear this and you go oh that reminded me of westworld it's because it did uh, same guy um, but yeah, uh, so all those, we go, we score them out of 10, we take the average of those numbers and it becomes our overall rating for the episode. So 
Let's begin with the enjoyment rating. How are we feeling? This was, you know, not flashy. You know, nothing, no no dragons here. Um, no battle, no none of that. But this was a very politicky slash like that that's that's going to be the focus of this episode is is the the character interactions and and all these twists that can happen here hmm. um and this is this is more of a the love hate sort of episodes between game of thrones fans it depends like if you're in it for the action and you're in it for the dragons and you're in it for you know the blood and, and gore this episode won't sit high for you but like I love all the conniving and all the planning and all this calculation. Like this is what the show really is for me. Like the action mm. and the dragons are, is a nice um, cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, that's not the necessary part of the show. I like it. I won't ever be you know ever turn it down. But I this is the part of the show that I like more. Um, I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as last episode though. Um. I mean, even I, I kind of feel like I'm going back in my words, like saying that an episode with action and dragons and whatever I'm enjoying a little more. But like, that's why I was thinking maybe exactly the same as last week. It it brought the intrigue to a higher level than last week did. Mm. But last week brought the action that this one lacked. So it kind of it kind of balances yeah. out. Yeah, um, I like that. Because given it any lower than, like, I feel like episode two, like, is an eight. I'm like, nah, I'm like, no, it's not that low. And mm-hmm. then, like, eight and a half, I'm like, no, no, it, it, I mean, this, this was a great politicking episode. Um, That's a nine out of ten Thrones. for enjoyment there, yeah. baby. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Genre-wise. Pretty damn high on this one as well. I mean, uh, the politicking at an all-time level. The uh, the stakes are high. Um, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm going as far as a Game of Thrones episode. This is another nine out of ten. Uh, I think if it did have that epic, the epic action, at some point it would have rounded off to be a perfect ten out of ten. Mm. Um. But I think nine out of ten is very fair for this episode, yeah. as far as the genre is concerned. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, it's about on on par with with episode one, which mm-hmm. we gave we gave a nine, um, which had even which had actually more action than this episode. But no, nah, sure. this this was this was a pure Thrones episode. It, it felt Thrones esque. Um, it was it was very nice a lot of story packed into one episode here. Like a lot of things, a lot of moving parts in this episode. So, Which does lead us to our critical rating here. Mm. Now let's consider this, uh, this overarching story of the single episode. I do think thus far, this would be the weakest example of a story in a single episode. Uh, this was focused on the return of the King of the Narrow Sea. It was focused on Damon and the events that take place there. And it does begin with uh, questions of uh, Rhaenyra 
taking a husband. You know, that is kind of the idea. And she does take on a couple suitors um, in a very physical manner. Uh, does conclude, she throws that line out at the beginning where she has no interest in popping out airs and being locked up in a castle. And she is posed with the idea at the very end, if she wants to follow that path and go ahead and have this baby, or if she's going to go ahead and plan B it. Um, Visually, this was stunning. I thought this was a very good looking episode, very tastefully done, very artfully done. Um, Thinking? I kind of, yeah, I feel like this is just kind of a, well, is that too high? I feel like this this was noticeably, not noticeably, but like the previous episodes, it was like, wow, that, that was a very good, complete story. The arc was very clear, you know, from beginning to end, we got what what we got. But this one was like, it's it's more of like we're planting seeds for big, big things to happen in the future. And it's like, you know, you can't really have a complete arc and do that at the same time, I guess, maybe. So like, I don't know if it's, if it's worse because of that, you know, that it's not a complete story. Um, Well, I, I, I do think it's fair though, because here's my thing is, uh, I do think that there have been more visually standout episodes. I think one and two still remain the visual, marvels of this series so far um i thought the score was good i thought the acting was great uh however again i'm left thinking there's not a lot of standout anything here you know like it's just all kind of all just kind of happens um so maybe eight and a half is more a more apt rating for the for the critical level Yeah, no, that's still above it. You think this is better than episode two? I think I enjoyed it more than episode two, and I think it was a better episode of Game of Thrones than episode two was. However, I don't know that it was as critically well-crafted as episode two. So I think that... Uh, I feel like it might even be an eight critically here. Like, because yep. eight is... That's that's spectacular. That's, yeah, that's spectacular. And, like, visually, yeah, like, there's only about two shots. One, Allison's looking out the window, holding the baby. The other, Rhaenyra in the council room with the sunlight, like, hitting her through the window as she's looking, like, away. Like, it was very, very beautiful. Like, how this, this sunlight was lighting half her face and the, her wardrobe was... I will say, as the wardrobe... Lewd, this oh, episode, the wardrobe was glorious. As, as lewd as the scene was... The brothel scene is very, very visually stimulating. It's a very, very... uh, Yeah. Like, I don't think we've gotten as artfully and tastefully done a version of an orgy in Game of Thrones as we did here. Um, Yeah. Yeah, this was was done right. This wasn't just fucking for fucking or nudity for nudity's sake. Yeah, like, I remember, like, so many times in Game of Thrones where it was like, no score, nothing artful about it. Watch this dude raw dog this woman, please. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, no. This this was it was used while Damon is also like narrating and you know like people come here to take what they want like like it, it is for a purpose. This is like it was. It's very- kind of intoxicating, you know. Like it's it is having the effect on the viewer that it's having on Rhaenyra. She's mm. taking it all in. She's kind of like, oh, man, this is kind of awesome. Like, mm. I kind of love what's happening here. Um, and uh, and ultimately, it, it entices her to, you know, take what she wants. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Is eight low now that I'm – I mean, I, I feel like it's fair. Um, I, like, that's the, the lowest I think I'll go. Um, oh, yeah, certainly. But is is it eight or eight and a half? I feel like it's. I'm bouncing. Uh, it's not. I, I'm. Not, I don't think I'll go like eight seven five or. Anything. No, yeah, I, I think, think like I'm good. I'm good with an eight and eight and a half range. Uh, well, zero in on the things you did enjoy about this episode. Think about that. Uh, Damon's story over the course of this episode was utterly fantastic. Uh, I thought just the not knowing exactly what he's up to was super fucking fun super easy to watch uh not easy to watch hard to watch but easy to have fun with um i think this like the thing for me is that i think that viserys has had far better episodes than he had than he had this week he was kind of a a non-factor this week which i'm not like a not a huge fan of his only great moment was at the end with with Otto. yeah um i think part of us I don't know, Rhaenyra making her way through the city, coming back to Kristen Cole. True. Like that's a very fun that's a very fun sequence of events. A very, very well crafted sequence of events. Um Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe maybe a better way to frame it is what would you think could have been done better? Yeah. No, I think through that, it got the bump, the half point bump. It's not an eight anymore. Now that I'm remembering more of the episode, and like, no, it was the pace was was very nice um, for what the episode was. Um, it never like, even though things are getting a little more confusing, a little more complicated. Like, I was never truly lost. Uh, I was, you know, a little lost whenever Damon was taken back, and you know, but that was, I, I think. The whole point is to get you. Yeah, I think like, you're supposed it's like, supposed to be ambiguous. It's not yeah. supposed to be exactly known why, um, but like, yeah, I, I think uh, I think an eight and a half is is fair here. Cool. Um, I mean, yeah, an eight eight three. So I'm almost a nine average for the episode. Is I feel very fair for for what we got here. Cool. Yeah, I agree. You know, I thought this was a, it was a great episode of Game of Thrones. It was super super entertaining kept me on the edge of my seat without having like a a, a suspenseful crux I was just kind of like what's about to happen next like mm. and I think that's hard to do I think it was massively impressive but uh yeah I mean not not the best episode of the show not the worst episode of the show so far I think it's been uh I think it's been good it's been good uh any, I'm fucking ready for episode five now homie any other predictions um I'm going to throw in here that Rhaenyra fucks uh, Damon, Sir... Well, she already fucked Sir Kristen Cole, but probably again. Um, I have a feeling that will be something that takes place. Um, 
and one more Lain. time, thank you. Um, Le- Lainor? Is it mm-hmm. is the right. AE? Oh, let's go. Yep. Um, and it's a the trifecta baby paradox um, is is what I'll put there because I I can't wait for those rumors to fester. Um, uh, let's see. I kind of want to put in that Viserys is is dead next episode. He will die at the birth. The birth of Rhaenyra's child comes with the death of Viserys. Uh, ah, maybe not. That. Maybe not literally at the same time, but like at, at the the end of the episode. I feel. Um, but yeah, I think Viserys croaks. Um. He he's done yet. No, his back was. What is wrong with him? And why give the cut up on the throne? Why give the crab feeder grayscale as well? You know, like why why he's dead? Like, does it actually? You know, um, thing I didn't ever think about is Damon got all of that blood of the crab feeder all over him. Is it possible that Damon has grayscale? I, I suppose it is possible. Yeah. Um, like I there's also the fact that uh, uh, he hands him the crab feeder sword. Mm. Maybe there's a. Uh, mm. Maybe there's something there. If um, he had no, because I guess it's been how long has it been since last episode? Like after he defeated the crab feeder, like a year. No, uh, this isn't Aegon three now. Yeah, yeah. Did they say that or like, I or it's been like a couple months, maybe two months. Yeah, I'd or it's been it's two been, months. Some time, yeah. Or, or her tour has been no. She came home two months before she was supposed to. It's been it's it's been a little bit, but it hasn't been. It has. I think a year or less is a good a good frame. So he'd probably know he'd have grayscale by now. Yeah, if he yeah. did. But I guess That's he could why be hiding like, I don't it, think though. it matters. But he probably doesn't. No. No. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to throw that out there just in case. Just in case Damon has grayscale, it'll be really cool. Um if like he got it through the crab feeder by killing him, he didn't know it, and then like whole it's like um I don't know. Um Okay, I got the trifecta fucking the Saris dying. And, uh, yeah, I can just basically get rid of that. Um, okay, let's see. I don't think anything, I don't think anything I don't else. I don't have much else to go. Oh, I, who's going to be hand? Who's going to be hand of the king? Hmm. Cor, Corliss or Rainies? Yeah. You got that one right. Which one did I get Corliss wrong? Yeah, you got the I the Y and the L. The Y and the O? The L. It's supposed to be Corliss, not Corials. Coral there we go. Corliss. Corliss. Okay. Yeah, Corliss. I like. Um, I like. Does she I think that's that's safe. Oh yeah, no, she actually no, she legitimately marries uh Lenor, for sure. It's in the next song. Like they're getting married. It's their wedding. Okay. But 
Weddings never a safe event in, uh, in Game of Thrones. Fuck. Is it is it gonna happen? Like, no, no way. There's some shit that pops off at this wedding. Is it gonna be? Do do we have another wedding event? You know that's gonna traumatize. I don't know us? that it'll be. I don't think it'll be like a massacre. I think people will die. Hmm. Important people or just kind of people in the crowd, you think? My wildest prediction is that Lanor dies at his own wedding. Fuck. Imagine they get married. They're officially married. And th- this is the reception now. So, like, it's it's official that they yeah, were married yeah. and, like, everything. Um, They went off, fucked for their wedding, came back to the reception. You know, like, the, the wedding, yeah, the night has been, it's the next day. I don't know something. Lenore dies. So, like, he got the, maybe the baby's his thing in before he's dead. But now Damon can act, like, now maybe Viserys is like, fuck, actually marry Damon now. Like, uh, we need, yeah. we, you know, like, act, like. Actually, it's kind of one of our only plays now. So go ahead. Hmm. Um, then, like, I, 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 I actually see Lenore dying. Um, I don't think it's that wild of a prediction. Um, well, they have, he hasn't really been shown a whole lot. Um, he has rode what, a dragon. What made it the conclusion that his his death would be rather inconsequential? Mm. Like as far as the viewer, like if there are people there who we do not want to die because of the story, it would be Kristen Cole, Damon Targaryen, uh, Rhaenyra. The person who is important, who it is safest to kill is Lainor. Um mm. I think it further sows division between Corlys and the and the throne. Like I think uh and I have like no no bearing for this. Uh, obviously, I don't have like a reason that he would get killed, no, but I like, like I, right, I think though. I think shit pops off. Lenor gets caught in the caught in the crossfire, sort of thing. Hmm. Someone stands up and like calls Rhaenyra a whore or Jason something. Jason Lannister. He's like, that should be me. He's gonna get drunk and he's gonna be like, that should be me up there. I should be getting married to to Rhaenyra, and he's gonna like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, I don't. Who knows? Because why else would it. Jason Lannister be in this show? Is his name Jason? Yeah. What a normal name for this show. Yeah, right, Jason. Um, it's like we, if there was a Jeff. I don't know. Like you know, it, it, Jason. I mean, okay, fair. Jason I mean, Lannister. Um, it usually names like Rhaenyra, Rhaenys, Viserys. Like they, they're they're harder to stick in my brain, or they're they kind of stick in my brain easier because they're so weird. But Jason is just kind yeah. of more forgettable. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, no, I think uh, I think that kind of concludes it for us. Hmm. Yeah, eight eight three on the eight point eight three out of ten. That's an eighty eight percent on the old tomato meter. Pretty pretty well received episode. Uh, and with that, 
I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure to have you. I cannot wait to have you and for the listeners to return for Fire and Bloom number 105 next week, marking the halfway point in the series. If you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you'll find over 40 hours of exclusive content, including uh, comic book pull lists every week, book reviews. I'm doing a lot of Star Wars reading lately. Go check it out there. Um Follow on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you might be listening and share this with all your friends who are following House of the Dragon. And remember peace, love, and bloom. And add it to the chair.